welcome to the Work the System podcast, where we help entrepreneurs make more and work less by managing their systems. And I'm your host, Josh Fonger. Today, we have a special guest. We have Joseph Brasco. Joseph is a serial entrepreneur with 30 plus years of hands-on experience in multiple startups and exits, as well as C-level executive experience in over a dozen companies. Joseph will help you walk the path of success by conquering process, people, technology, and data. He lives in New York and enjoys spending time with his wife, seven children, and many grandchildren. All right, Joseph, well, welcome to the podcast. Excited to interview you. Uh, it's been a long time. We've been talking about this for a while, and it finally we made it happen. So why don't you give uh, our audience the, the backstory um, about how you got here? I started off really in engineering and finance and uh, pretty much out of college went straight into the business world. And had a little bit of, uh, of experience success with some, you know, M&A transactions, you know, buying out companies and then selling them. And uh, really ended up going into the investment world and after that going into private businesses. And uh, really invariably, most of what I experienced was just, you know, the failures and successes in businesses and trying to understand what caused the failures and what caused successes. And uh, for the most part, uh, they were almost invariably tied to, to poor systems. So, you know, went into, into that space. Okay, so poor systems. So why do you think all these companies you worked in couldn't identify that? Like, what was, was there, were they, had their blinders on? Or what was the reason why they didn't uh, see that? So, you know, the way I, I capture business owners, I call them freedom fighters and, you know, they really become business owners to, to have the financial ability to make their choices and have some type of work-life balance. But building a business is really hard. You know, people don't realize the amount of time and resources really that need to be invested. And, you know, your success isn't always rewarded. Very often your, your choices really make money or, or have free time, but not both. The other thing is most business owners are what I would call craft masters also. You know, they have an area of expertise they're really good at. So they might be really good at finance, or they might really be good at uh, some creative side, but they really don't have a full rounded uh, skill set. And what ends up happening is when they need to be able, when they need to expand and scale the business, they have a really hard time communicating what they have in their head to, you know, to their staff. Okay. So why don't you walk me through an example of this? Cause I know you've been, been around the block a few times with helping companies. So uh, how does this, shift happen. So they've been keeping it all in their head. They've been the craftsmen. They would like to have some possibly either more money or more time and they know they can't have both. Uh, how would you go about helping them? Okay. So I think it's fairly straightforward. There are, are three critical components to success and, and these are actually encapsulated in the work the system process. The first part of it is what I, you know, I call uh, leadership and communication. That really is, you know, what we call mission and vision. But most people think of mission and vision as an external thing, meaning the way you're projecting yourself and the company to the world. Really what it is is about projecting who you are to the people that work for you in the company. So what's the purpose of your business? What are you trying to accomplish? So that's really the first step. And I think is for most people, that's the hardest lift because they don't really think about it. They just do it. And, you know, then they become, it becomes very difficult to communicate it. The second uh, component is really the planning side, and that really is identifying the customer journey and, and how each step impacts, you know, every aspect of the company. So that might be finance, it might be marketing, it might be sales, it might be arms operation, it might be legal areas, 
right? So you have to understand how that process works in the way the customer experiences it. And the third side of it is really execution. So in, in all of the different areas that we talked about, again, marketing, sales, people, operations, finance, legal, is making sure that all the things that you do, all the tasks that you do are tied to those overall goal, goals and being able to make sure that you capture it in a way that your staff can actually execute on that on that task the same way every single time. Now, as we were we were talking beforehand, you're talking about um, you know we were both talking about the lessons we've learned and how some of them are learned through, through losing money and some of them through making money. Um, but with the companies you've worked in, can you share any? Um, I'll, I'll give you the choice: either a horror story or a positive story where a company didn't clearly have that, you know, that, that strategy written out, didn't clearly have their processes figured out and didn't clearly have their execution on point, like what, what typically happens in those situations? Well, from a personal side, I've had more failures than successes, but thankfully enough successes to, to keep me going. But I think in terms of helping companies, uh, a couple of them stick out in particular. One of them is an e-commerce company. It was doing about a million dollars a year uh, in the perspective of uh, e-commerce. You know, at the time it was, you know, doing very, very well, but it was stuck. They really needed to find a way to delegate tasks so that they could grow. The owner was very creative, really had a good sense on how to merchandise and how to identify products, but he had no way to leverage off of, of staff and have them execute on the things that really need to be, uh, need to get done. In particular, this was a company that was selling on Amazon and Amazon has thousands of rules, a very complex environment. Uh, and if you don't really have good systems and documentation in place, you really can't uh, scale and grow. So what we did was we really helped them, you know, capture in various methods uh, uh, their, their tasks, uh, convert them. And at the point that they were able to convert it in a, in a written format or electronic format, they could share it, they were able to delegate it. And I'm, I'm happy to say in that particular company, Took them about 18 months, but they went from 1 million to about 5 million a year in, in gross revenues. So that was one example. The other example for a more traditional business was a retirement home. And they had great revenues, uh, but they were losing money every single day. Every additional client they added, they were losing more and more and more. And they really couldn't figure out where it was, you know, where it was coming from, where the bleeding was coming from. So, you know, they, they brought me in and, you know, the goal was really to start capturing their processes and documenting some of the best practices. And what they found was that where they were losing most of their money was in, in labor and purchasing of goods. And that was through actually capturing the process. They could see where the, where the money was being lost. Uh, the good news was, you know, that when they realized where it was coming from, they were actually able to document uh, better systems and better processes through collaboration, some internal, some external to the company. Um, and their actual cost of operation dropped, I think it was like 38 or 40%. So instead of having a two or 3% operating loss, they were now you know, operating at a profit of 35%. And just to give a little bit of perspective, on a five or $6 million in revenue base, that, that amounts to about $2 million in bottom line. But for the most part, you know, systems can help people uh, save somewhere between 20 and 25% uh, of their operational costs if they know how to do it right. Wow. So those of you listening to this who are kind of new to the work system model, uh, Joseph's a, a true pro at it. Uh, he's certified in our method and uh, he's just doing amazing work. And 
I think those stories, those, those, those stories are, are amazing. Uh, they're not rare, right? You know, this 20% bump of actually getting your systems in place uh, is a reality if you're patient enough to, to stick with it, you know? So you went from 1 million to 5 million. And people are like, that's amazing. Well, it took 18 months of hard work, right? That's, that's, that's some serious time. Now, uh, I know there's another aspect of what you do, what I think is, is really cool, is that you actually take it not just for the operational benefit, which is massive, but there's a, a long-term benefit, right, for the owner who wants to, to sell someday. Maybe you can speak to that for those who have not really thought about, I mean, maybe they're stuck in the day-to-day -day and their mind isn't even thinking about selling one day. But um, what is this, you know, the work you do with systemization, what does that do for, for valuation? So that, that's a great question, Josh. You know, I, I think most people don't realize that the value of their business isn't just on the, you know, quantitative side. It isn't just how much revenues and profits you generate. The value of a business at a given point in time is actually 80% tied to intangibles. You know, things like your documentation, your, your SOPs, things that make it easy to transfer the business from one person to another. So the more an owner is tied to the business, the less valuable the business is. It might be a great lifestyle business, so you're generating income for yourself, but in the longer term, there's no long-term value in the company. So, you know, part of work the system, part of documenting your processes really is the ability to make your company transferable to a third party. Whether or not you decide you want to sell it is secondary. You just want to build value in the company in case some point you decide you want to take some money off the table. Maybe you want to retire, maybe you want to buy a home, maybe, you know, you have kids getting married or paying for college. You want to know that that value is there and ready, readily accessible at any given point in time. So by focusing on these intangibles, right, again, the systems and the documentation and the processes to be able to make the company transferable, you create the opportunity to have freedom. And ultimately, as business owners, that's really what we're working for. We don't work just to put, you know, have a number in the bank. We want a certain kind of lifestyle and freedom to be able to 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 experience. Yeah, that that's definitely true. And um, how soon should somebody start thinking about that? Let's just say they're um, thinking, I want to sell my business in a few years or five years. Like, how soon should they start building in this infrastructure, these uh, intangible elements to their business? So actually, that's, that's an even better question than the previous question. And I think the answer is, the way to look at it is exit planning is really good business strategy. It's not just about preparing for leaving or, or getting out of the company or you know, partially exiting the company. It's that going through this process makes your business significantly better. It, it helps not only the bottom line, but also helps the top line. And obviously, the more financial capability you have in the business, the better it is for you all the way around, including the ability to step out of the business from day to day and, and experience life the way you'd like to. Well, let me, um, let me ask you a, a question for me, right? To help me with what I do, right? So you and I talked to a lot of the same type of folks. Uh, they're stuck. They've hit a wall. They had this dream of going to this next level. Maybe that's new locations or selling or uh, increasing revenue, more time, whatever it might be. Um, and then they get stuck and they're talking to you on the phone and they're saying, Joseph, I had this, this problem, that problem. Um, what is the number one reason why they don't move ahead? Because it seems so logical, right? You, as you're painting this picture, of course you should do this. It's obvious you should do this, but, but so many people don't. I mean, the vast majority of people don't do this. They treat their business as um, just being an employee in their own business. 
and they never get beyond that. Eventually they burn out and it spirals and it fails. So what have you found the secret? I mean, in your sales conversations as you're talking to people and they're pondering, working directly with you, why do they, why do they not move ahead? Did you figure that out? Well, maybe I'll paraphrase Mark Twain. He, I think he says it's the best. Uh, it's not what you don't know that puts you at risk. It's what you know that just ain't so. So for the most part, you know, business owners think uh, they understand, you know, their their business, uh, but they're really focused on the areas that they have, you know, they have their core strengths. And outside of that, they don't really have a good idea. So the real the real way to succeed is to have a full assessment or evaluation on your business. So you understand where you're at. And understanding also what's possible, and I think once you have you know that frame of uh, framework or frame of mind, it becomes much easier to execute because you now can tie uh, your activities and your and the tasks that you do directly to what the uh, eventual outcome is. So it's the problem is what they know that just ain't so. Uh, so an assessment comes in. I, I really like that. So. Um, I'm assuming you, you all do assessments, right? So maybe you can tell us what is what is an assessment like? Sure, an assessment is pretty pretty simple. I think the initial stage is it's about 30 questions. It takes about 10, 12 minutes to do. It gives you a really good idea of you know what your company, uh, you know, intrinsic value is. Uh, and it's again, it's very rough. It's not meant to be a full fledged you know 20 or 30 thousand dollar valuation, but it's at no cost available at no cost to to everybody. So it's initial assessment and valuation on the company's value as well as its areas of strengths and weaknesses. It identifies the areas really that you can spend more time focusing on. Uh, of course, which, you know, our experiences, the vast majority uh, need really help in, in, in documenting, you know, their finances or their financials as well as their systems and operations. Um, and you'll probably share this at the end of the podcast, but uh, just because we're talking about now, where, where do people go to find that uh, assessment? So they just go to the website, uh, auroracapitalgroup.org, and uh, you know it's over there. Get my assessment. We'll just click the link, and they, you know, they'll start engaging in the process. And it goes very quickly. Okay, very good. Auroracapitalgroup.org. Uh, now there's some sign-off questions that I try to ask everyone who have have in the show, and I know we've kind of touched on a few of them already. But uh, the first one being, tell me about uh, a system you put into place. This could be personal life, this could be business, this could be your business, could be a client's business. But is there ever a time when you've actually put a system in that you think was kind of uh, unique or that would be helpful for the audience? A system that would be unique or helpful for the audience. Yeah, I, I think most people think of systems for, you know, strictly for their business as opposed to the, also their personal life. So I'm, I'm a lifelong learner and, you know, I do have a goal of, of certain uh, knowledge base I'd like to have for, for my own personal uh, benefit. And I actually build out a system where I, I step step by step methodically attack, whether it's a, a knowledge base or designations that are, are going through it. Uh, you know, as it relates to me, this is, I've probably taken on three new designations in the last 12 months. Wow. So I, I apply it to my personal life. Okay, so you apply the system and the idea is to, to build up your personal credibility. One thing obviously is the, uh, the work the system certification, which I think uh, we already mentioned before, but uh, that's great. So a knowledge system. Now, what about uh, one thing I didn't ask you with, or I ask you about that you think would be useful for the audience for these small business owners who tend to watch this podcast? So a question I didn't ask you, but I probably should have. 
Oh, okay. So I think, you know, what's the most important thing that every business owner really needs to understand to be successful? And I think the, the answer to that question is really focusing on, on value generation, not necessarily revenue, because business value can be manufactured and it's in your control, right? The value of your business uh, is tied directly to your ability to extract yourself out of the business. So, you know, we talk about getting your financials done or getting SOPs, you know, in place. That's in your control. You can't control the markets. You can't control sales. You know, we've had all kinds of interesting things happen in the last 24 months with everyone that everyone's experiencing. So, you know, markets you can't control, but you can control what happens in your business. So the more you focus on that, the more likely uh, you will be successful. Okay. I really like that. Focus on building the value of what you're giving as opposed to in your business, as opposed to just a, a number. Um, Cause that's what really matters. And you have control over that. Right. Uh, very cool. All right. Well, where, people, where can people find out more about you and uh, your business to get help? Where should they go? So again, they can go to the website aurorcapitalgroup.org. There's plenty of resources over there that are available for free at no cost. Uh, they can get their assessment. And, you know, if they decide there's, you know, a couple of other options for them, if they want to go into a more formal program. Uh, but the first step is really just to get an assessment and look at the resources. Very good. And those of you who are not good at spelling like me, Aurora spelled A-U-R-O-R-A. -R -R so auroracapitalgroup.org. And you can find that, find more help, resources, and that assessment. So check that out. Joseph, thanks again for being on the show. Uh, great to hear from you. And I learned a few things. I took some notes. <laughs> Hopefully those listening to this did as well. And uh, we'll catch everyone next time with another business expert like Joseph or an author. Um, Sam Carpenter's here from time to time. And uh, hopefully we're helping you with your business so you can make more and work less. And if you found the show helpful, then leave us a review and take a screenshot of that review. Email it to info at wtsenterprises.com. Once a week, we draw a name out of a hat and we'll mail them a free copy of that book right there behind me, Work the System, a physical copy anywhere in the world. And of course, you can always get a download of that, uh, that book at workthesystem.com. Otherwise, we will see you all uh, next week.